بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الحمد لله تعالى نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدى هدى محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار السلام عليكم ورحمة الله Last week in our class of fiqh from Umdatul Fiqh, we began with Kitab Az-Zakah, the book of Zakah. And just as a quick revision, inshallah ta'ala, we mentioned last week, before we enter into any chapter, the first thing we need to do is what? Define that particular thing. And every single chapter we do this. Because we said, That given a ruling of something, or the rules or regulation of something, is only a what of it. It's only a branch of it you need to first and foremost define that thing. So last week we defined a zakah. And this week, inshallah ta'ala, be a, a proof for those who were taking notes last week, mashallah ta'ala. So last week we defined a zakah. And when we define things, we define things linguistically and scientifically, according to the sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we say, az-zakatu lughatan. Az-zakah, linguistically, has a number of meanings. And we mentioned three of these meanings. Who give me the three meanings of zakah one by one? Naam. Increase, as ziyada. Because the Arabs used to say, zakah zaru'u, the vegetation or the plantation, zakah has increased. Secondly, barakallahu feek, to praise al madhu wa thina. And what is the proof of madhu wa thina that zakah is used for this meaning? Allah Ta'ala يقول in Surah Al-Najm فَلَا تُزَكُّوا أَنفُسَكُمْ هُوَ أَعْلَمُ بِمَنَا تَقَى Do not praise or flatter yourself. Allah knows best those who fear Allah Azza wa Jal. And the last one, Naam, which means purification or purity. قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَا And indeed successful the one that's purified it. Meaning purified his soul. So the third meaning of zakah is purification wa islah and righteousness. So these are three meanings linguistically. What about the meaning according to the sharia of Allah Azza wa Jal? Because this meaning is what is going to determine how we understand every single thing after this. What is a zakah shara'an? What does it mean shara'an, a zakah? Even if you tell me in English, it's fine. Yes. Sorry? A what from your wealth? La. Barakallah. The first thing, is an obligatory due. Now, an obligatory due. And when we say haqqun, and this, the reason this uh, definition helps everything is when you say haqqun wajib, it's a due which is obligatory. It's a due meaning there has to be a minimum specified amount, a nisab. Yes? Haqqun wajib, uh-huh. Barakallahu feek. Fi malin khas, from a specific type of wealth. Meaning not every single wealth you pay zakat upon. So for example, your jewelry that you use for adorning yourselves, 
your household goods, your cars, and so on and so forth. Zakah is not due upon these things. So, haqqun wajib, from a specific wealth, barakallahu feek, litta'ifa khasa, from a specific group of people. Those eight, who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned the Quran. Naam, thank you very much. Fi zamanin khas, a specific time. He has to complete a specific time frame. So this is az-zakah shara'an. After that, we went on to the obligation of az-zakah. Is it wajib? Naam, it's obligatory. What is the ruling of the one that withholds the zakah because it disputes the obligation of az-zakah? Kafir. What about the one that does so out of laziness, complacency, or being miserly? What's his hukum? They said there's two opinions of the scholars. And what are the two opinions? Some scholars hold opinion is a kafir, is a disbelief, like Imam Ahmed, rahimahullah ta'ala, based on the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, فَإِن تَابُوا If they also repent, meaning from shirk and kufr, وَأَقَامُوا الصَّلَاةِ وَأَوْتَوُ الزَّكَاةِ فَإِخْوَانُكُمْ Only then are they your brothers. And the other ulama say no, it's a major sin. And the most authentic opinion is what? It's a major sin not to pay the zakah. So long as it doesn't dispute its obligation. After looking at the hukum of the one that doesn't pay a zakah, we're going to go back to the definition of zakah. We said there's difference of opinion amongst the scholars. Because when we look at the condition of a zakah, nothing is mentioned there, like you look at other babs of fiqh, about aql, sanity, and what? Maturity. So the scholars are in difference in opinion. That is it obligatory for the orphan to pay zakah? And also, is it obligatory for the insane to pay the zakah? And what was the most authentic opinion? It is. Because the definition of zakah is what? It's a due right from a due wealth. It's got nothing to do with what? The person. That's what Allah Ta'ala said. خُذْ مِنْ أَمْوَالِهِمْ صَدَقَةً Take from their wealth. It's got nothing to do with the person. So an orphan, when the father passes away, whatever wealth is left behind, the zakah is due upon it every single year. And that's why Umar used to say, Trade or invest the wealth of the orphan. Otherwise, all of it will be eaten up by what? By the zakah. All of it will be eaten up by what? The zakah. So you should invest it in something like property, for example, because the only zakah you pay on property for rent is what? The rent, and not upon the investment of the property. After that, we looked at the conditions that make zakah obligatory. Who can remember those conditions? Number one, Islam. Barakallahu feek. So zakah is not due from a what? A kafir. However, would he be called to account your muqiyama? Naam. And what's the proof of this? Qalu. What's the proof of this? Aywa. Ma salakakum fi saqar. What made you land in the hellfire? What would the kuffar say? Lam nakun min al-musalleen. We're not of those who prayed. And what is the proof that zakah they be called to account for it? Wa lam nakun nut'imul miskeen. We didn't feed the poor. This is zakah. So though they're not, it's not wajib, they're called to account. So the first condition, al-Islam. The second condition, hur, it should be free. The third condition, nisab. The minimum specific amount must be there. The fourth condition, it has to possess it, complete possession of that money. So for example, rent. If somebody pays you one year in advance for the rent, right? So you got the minimum specified amount, for example, you don't pay the zakah because you've not possessed it yet because the year is not completed upon that rent. Because the house could burn down, it could get destroyed. So it has to be fully 
possessed by you. And the last condition, Hawl, the specified period. And we said the specified period is usually how long? One year, except in these following things. We mentioned three things, or five. We mentioned five things. Number one is ribhud tijara, profit from trade. The profit from trade, we said there's a, a principle, which is hawluhu, hawl aslihi. It is due when the initial investment is due. So if you invest a thousand pounds in something and you make a profit of, let's say, 10,000 pounds, five months later. So let's say 2019, January, you invest a thousand pounds. The zakah is due next year, January 2020. But if you look at the profit, the profit you made came five months later. Do you wait another year to pay the profit or do you pay the profit when the initial investment is due? When the initial investment is due. Even if your profit is one day old. This applies to profits, things you put out for sale. For example, if I invest in mobile phones and different things as business people do, I don't have to wait for a year to pass on the profit of the mobile phone, but I'll pay it when the initial investment is due. Likewise, it applies to what? Cattles, cows, camels, sheep. So a sheep, for example, for five camels, the zakah that's the opponent is one sheep. So if by next year you have 10 sheep, you pay out uh, 10 camels, you pay two sheep. It doesn't matter when those sheep came. When the person will send the sahab to collect the zakah, they count the numbers, but they don't count the what? The ages. Jayid? And something zakah is due upon it when it matures, such as grains and fruits. And some things immediately. So if you're mining and you find gold, you don't wait for it. Immediately you find it. If it reaches the nisab, the zakah is due. And honey, likewise. So these are the exceptions. But usually it's every year. But for these things, as soon as they mature, the zakah is due upon it. So last week, we ended with this, right? So this week, inshallah ta'ala, we're going to look at qawlul mu'allif, the statement of the scholar or the author, rahimahullah ta'ala, in which he says, that there's no zakat until it reaches the minimum specified amount. We've said this already last week, but just a repetition. Today's class, inshallah ta'ala, is going to be a, math, a lot of mathematics. And we've got, mashallah ta'ala, a good math teacher here. It's going to help us. You know, the zakat issue is like algebra. Simple algebra. That with algebra, there's uh, signs or symbols that denotes figures, inshallah ta'ala. So he's saying there's no zakah in anything, or there is zakah in anything that reaches the sub and any increase upon it. So for example, if the minimum specified amount is a thousand, anything over a thousand, you have to pay what on it? The zakah. Except when it comes to cattles. Anything that falls within the ranges, even if there's an increase, there's no what? Zakah. So for example, five camels, one sheep. The next level is 10 camels, two sheep. 15 camels, three sheep. So anything that falls within the ranges, even if it's increased, there's no zakah. So for example, if you have any number between five to nine, how many sheep? One. Even there's an increase. So the increase upon anything, you pay the zakat, except when it comes to what? Cattles, camels, cows, sheep. So long as it's not gone to the next level. 
So even though there's an increase, you only pay what? One. Jayid, except for Asa'ima. So he said, except for Sa'ima and that which falls in Awqasiha. And it's Awqas. Awqas, try to memorize the energy, is the jama' the ruler of Waqs. Al Waqs is these term, is these ranges when it comes to cattle. So he said, Babu Zakat Sa'ima. So the first thing we're going to look at today, inshallah ta'ala, where the mathematics are going to come in, is Zakat Sa'ima. The Zakat for Sa'ima. Sa'ima, the author, Rahimullah ta'ala, said, Wahiya al Ra'iyya is that which grazes. And grazes here, lil'ushub, that grazes from the earth that is not being planted by another human being. Meaning, it grazes from grasses or whatever that just naturally grown upon the land that's not purposely planted. Jayid, so the author goes on to say, wahiya ar-ra'iyya, that eats from the earth that's not been planted by who? By Adami. So he says, Wahiya thalatha anwa'a. And they are three types. The first, al-ibl. The first of it is al-ibl. What's al-ibl? The camel. Jayid? The camel. The second, cow. And the third is the sheep. So one of the condition is, it has to be what? Asa'ima. Meaning, it grazes from the earth. That's not been planted by Adami. And the author, he mentioned that he has to be يعني, from the earth that's not been planted. But from the earth that's not been planted, from the land that's not been planted by a human being means most of the year or all of the year. Most of the year or the whole year. So if you have cattle, sheep, cows, camels that you feed on hay, for example, or herbage, for example, is there zakat upon it? No. Because that's hay. He's not eating from the earth or the land that's not been planted by anybody. Unless you put them out for what? For sale. Then you have to pay zakah for arud tijar, those things which are for sale. But otherwise, there's no zakah. If you keep for your own self, jayid, and you're feeding it from hay or anything else, or from that which you planted, there's no zakah. What if you feed it for a part of the year? Eight months of the year, it's not eating from the land. Is there zakah? No. It has to be for the whole year or most of the year. What if it eats from the land that's not been planted by any human being for seven months? Is there zakah? Yes. Because anything over six months is most of the year. So if it grazes from the land over six months, there's what upon it? Zakah. So long as it's reached the what? The minimum level or specified amount for a zakah. So therefore, when it comes to a sa'ima, that which grazes from the land, specifically the first category, which is an ibl, which is camels. There are three conditions. The first condition is sa'ima. He has to graze from the land. That's not been planted by Adami for most of the year. The second condition, he has to reach the minimum specified amount. And the third condition is that this camel should be used for breeding, for milk, and not for transportation or carrying goods. If it's used specifically for carrying goods or for transportation, there's not what due on it? No zakah. Jayid? So these are the conditions for Asa'ima min al-ibl. Conditions for Sa'ima min al-ibl. So the author says, concerning the Sa'ima min al-ibl, he says that, وَلَا شَيْفِي حَتَّى تَبْلُغُوا خَمْسًا فَيَجُبُ فِيهَا شَاتِ There's no zakah upon the camel until it reaches five. Once it reaches five, zakah is obligatory. So if you have two camels, three camels, four, four camels, nothing. Once it reaches five, shat. 
fil ashri when he reaches 10 camels two sheep wa fi khamsata ashar and three camels thalatha shiyat three camels wa fil ishreen and when he reaches 20 four sheep wa ila khamsa wa ishreen fa fiha bintu makhad and once it reaches 25 bintu makhad a sheep or a camel which is bintu makhad which means a camel which is a year old and it's called bintu makhad because al makhad is a camel which is pregnant so usually after the camel jayid has reached the age of one his mother has become what again pregnant again so it's called bintu makhad a female camel of a pregnant camel yes because the camel is pregnant is makhad is pregnant so a year old that's the year but it's called bintu makhad when he reaches 25 and then he went on to say wa illa sorry and went on to say wa hiya bintu sana fa in lam takun indahu fa ibn labun and if he doesn't have bintu makhad jayid if he doesn't have a camel which is a year old bintu labun a two year old camel and it's called bintu labun because by that time a two year old camel its mother has delivered and his mother uh, sorry it's uh, had an other child and what is it doing to the other child milking it so the camel of a milking a mother who is milking so this is bint labun ila sitta wa so from 25 all the way to what 36 jayid once it reaches 36 fayajibu fiha bint labun that's the age you, you give a zakah bintu labun a two-year-old camel a two-year-old what camel so between 25 all the way to 35 this is the range and what is the range called waqs jayid so even though there's an increase does the zakah increase between 25 to 35 no it starts to increase when it reaches what 30 36. And then he says, إِلَى فَيَجِبُ فِيهَا When he reaches 46. The next range is what? 46. Once he reaches 46, you give hiqqa. Try to memorize. The first one is makhad, one years old. The second one is what? Bintu labun, two years old. And the third one is hiqqa. Hiqqa, three years old. It's called hiqqa. Because yastahiqqu and yuhmal alayha. Because it has the right for you to carry upon it, to use for transportation. Warrukub, and for you to use for traveling. For you to carry goods, so yastahiqqu, there's a haq now. Because once you reach three years old, the camel, you could use it for transportation and for carrying goods. It's called hiqqa. So up to 46, hiqqa. And it's three years old. Wa ila ihda. And once it reaches 61, you give jadaatun. This is the oldest age you could give, which is four years old. Four years old, camel. So up to 46, what do you give? Four years old. 46? What, what number did you just mention now? 61. 61. 
and up to 76 فَفِيهَا إِبْنَتَا لَبُونَ Up to 76, you give two bintu labun. And what is bintu labun? Two years old. So you give two two-year-old camel of a mother who is what? Milking. Two two-year-old. When is 76? وَلَا إِحْدَى وَتِسْعِينَ And when is 91, you give two hikka. And what is hikka? Two, two three-year-old camel. Jayid, subhanallah. We don't know the wisdom behind this. وَلَكِنْ سَمِعْنَا وَأَطَعْنَا هَذَا مِنَ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلَ And these rulings of these numbers is found in Al-Bukhari, in the book of Abu Bakr al-Siddiq, which he wrote to Anas radiallahu These figures are found in the kitab Abu Bakr, the letter of Bakr to Anas when he was in Bahrain. And Bahrain in those days is what we know today as Ahsa, which is in Saudi Arabia. Jayid, Bahrain. So up to 91, hiqqatan, yes, two three-year-olds, yes, wa ila ishreen, and up to ishreen wa mi'a, up to 120, it remains so, up to 120, two hiqqa, and anything after 120, meaning 121, Three laboon. And what is a laboon? Two, two, three, two-year-old. You get it? Eh? Anything above 121, how many three-year-olds? Three. ثم في كل خمسين After that, now you start to calculate. After 121, for every 50, حقا. And how old is a حقا? Three-year-old. So for every 50, after 121, one حقا. Jayid, and for every, and the reason this is important, it helps you to calculate is, and in every arba'een, in every single 40, is not a hiqqa, but rather, how many do you have? Bint laboon, one bint laboon. For every 40, a two-year-old. For every 50, a three-year-old, which is hiqqa. Jayid? We should have a diagram here, actually. It would have been helpful. Jayid? فَإِذَا زَادَتْ Until 200. Until 200. Yes? فَيَجْتَمِعْ فِيهَا فَرْضَانَ And two numbers come at 200. Or two types of obligation comes at 200. So if you have 200 camels, فَإِن شَاءَ أَخْرَجَ أَرْبَعَ If you have 200 camels, you could give how many now? You could give arba'a hiqaq. You could give four three-year-old or five two years old. Barakallahu feek. MashaAllah, the math is on point. So I'll ask some questions since the math is on point. So now, Abu Salman here, he has a number of camels. Allahumma barik. Abu Salman, for example, has a hundred and... 30 camels. What is the zakah that's due upon him from 130 camels? Because you go now in tens, tens. Because after 121, you go in ten, tens. He has 130 camels. What is the zakah due upon you, Abba Salman? We said, for every 50, hiqqa. And for every 40, labun. So now you have 130 camels. 
power kalafi. Two, two hikka and one laboon, he sure? Sahih. Two hikka, two hikka is how many? 50, 50. So you got 100, you done 100. Jayid? And how many have you got left? You got 30 left. But bin to laboons for every 40. Can someone else calculate it? We say hikka, one hikka, which is what? Three old, so 50 is gone. Out of, if you take 50 from 130, how much is left? 80, so what's remaining? Two bin to laboon. You get it? So 50, one hikka, 50. And you left with 80, tun, two, bint, laboon. So you've done 130. Sheikh Saeed, mashallah ta'ala. And you should know this, because asluka, your roots, where you come from, mashallah, they have a lot of camels there. Even in Nigeria, we have many camels, believe it or not. In fact, Sheikh Suleiman will tell you here, my surname is Rifa'i Onirakumi. Onirakumi means the camel herders. My grandfather was a Fulani. He said he was the first person to bring camels into Nigeria. So our surname is the camel herders, yes? So Saeed, you have 140 camels. What, 140, I'll give you an easy one actually. 140 camels. Barakallah fee. Hiqqatan, two hiqqa, and one bintu laboon. Very easy. Tayyib, let me give us Sheikhuna Sulaiman. He came late, I don't know, Sheikh Shuja'a. You have 150 camels. MashaAllah. Three hiqqa. Okay. Akhuna, uh, you have 160. Another easy one. 160. Barakallah. Four times four, 16. 40 times four, 160. Because it will be how many now? Four bintu laboon. Jayid. Akhi, you have four bintu laboon. Because bintu laboon, for every 40, bintu laboon. Jayid, you have 170. Barakallah fiqh. Yes, 150, which is hiqqa, and three bintu laboon. Very good, mashallah. So now you have 180. Mashallah. Very good. Hiqqatan wa binta al laboon. Yes. Two hiqqa and two binta laboon. Two two year olds and two three year olds. Abu Salman, 190 camels. Barakallah fiqh. Thalatha hiqqaq and one bintu laboon. Jayid? Very good. On to 200. He said, ila mi atain. Once you reach 200, you have choices. Either four or five. Jayid. And then Mu'allif, rahimullah ta'ala, this issue now, which is going to mention, is specific to issue of camels. He says, regarding the camels, and this is specific to camels only, that concerning these number, that whoever does not find this specific amount فَمَنْ وَجَبَتْ عَلَيْهِ سِنٌ فَلَمْ يَجِدْهَا أَخْرَجَ أَدْنَ مِنْهَا وَمَعَهَا شَاتَانْ أَوْ عِشْرُونَ دِرْهَمًا Whoever is obligatory upon him to give a specific age and he could not find that specific age, he could give something less and pay عِشْرُونَ دِرْهَمًا So for example, if it's obligatory upon you now, bint a laboon. How old is bint a laboon? Two years old. If you cannot find bintu laboon, you could pay with bintu 
Makhad. How old is Bintu Makhad? One year old. And you pay along with it 20 dirham. Because the price in those days of, a sh of, a, of this was what? Of a sheep is tw 10 dirham. So you could pay with it 20 dirham or two sheeps. Jayid? Or you could pay 10 dirham and one sheep. Jayid? So you could give the equivalent of two sheep or one sheep and 10 dirham. But 10 dirham, that was in the time of the Prophet sallallahu the price of a sheep. 10 dirham, I don't think you buy a quarter, even a tenth of a sheep. So you have to basically pay the equivalent. Whoever doesn't find bintu, for example, uh, laboon could pay bintu, makhad. And then the author goes on to say, but this is only specific to what? To, to camels. That, and whoever doesn't find his equivalent could pay with something which is less. Oh, وَإِن شَاءَ أَخْرَجَ أَعْلَى مِنْهَا وَأَخَذَ شَاتَيْنِ أَوْ عِشْرِينَ دِرْهَمًا Or you could pay with something which is more. With something which is more. And then you could take for something which is more 20 dirham or two sheeps. What do we mean by this? For example, it's a problem you now to pay bin to makhad, which is one year old. But you don't have bin to makhad. You don't have any one year old. From a camel, which is what? Who's pregnant. We have bin to laboon. So what do you do now? You pay with bin to laboon and you take back 20 dirham, the equivalent of the price of two sheep, or you could take back two sheep. How do you take back two sheep? Because in those days, the zakat was distributed. So the person is collected some sheep from this person, so he exchanged with you. You understand? And if he cannot exchange with you, with sheep, it will give you what? Money. So there's change, subhanAllah, because of justice. You pay something more, but you get your money back. So even if you pay more, you still get your what back? Your change back, subhanAllah. So it's a haqq wajib. Subhanallah. Allah Ta'ala a'dalul adilin. The most just of those who are just. Subhanallah. So you pay with this. Jayid. So on this issue, this is called Jubran. This issue of the camel where you pay with something less or something more. It was only specific to what? Camels. The next is upon al-Baqar, on the cows. Inshallah ta'ala, next we go into that. And the week after that, we're going to go into Athman, which is valuables, gold and silver, or it's equivalent in terms of currencies. And one of the things that will come up, in Allah ta'ala, are contemporary issues, like stocks and shares. You know, and this is very, very important, you know, that the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when it comes to contemporary issues, yes, or uh, what they call, what's another word for contemporary? Uh, new affairs, things that have happened newly. It deals with all of these issues, subhanAllah. We've not left anything out of the book of Allah, جل, as Allah Ta'ala says. So these contemporary issues, it deals with everything. You know, so if you go to Awqaf, for example, you find books on the most contemporary issue, be it plastic surgery, be it mental illness. And one of the books I found recently about mental illness surprised me greatly. Because many people, when it comes to mental illness, because it's not something necessarily physical, they automatically associate with what? With jinn and sihr. La. Mental illness in itself is something what? Physical. Ajib. You know, so when it comes to the issue of stocks and shares, it goes into all of these issues. That deen of Allah Ta'ala, kulli makani wa zaman, for all times and all places. So when it comes to Uthman, gold and silver, and its equivalent in terms of currency, it's a very, very important class. And last week, one of the things that confused the people was the issue of properties we mentioned. We said properties, you live in, there's no zakah upon it. 
But if it's been advertised or you bought it to sell your property, your, what do you call it again? A, sorry? If property investor, then it's for the zakah. But if you buy a property to rent, the zakah is upon the rent, not upon the, the initial money you bought the property for. Jayid? Any questions, inshallah?